TCU's Pro Day goes down today. Another chance for these prospects to impress NFL GMs and head coaches. Let's talk about that and more next on Locked On Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is Locked On Horn Frogs. I'm your host, Stephen Simcox. We're brought to you by FanDuel. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're getting closer to 600 subscribers, which is a cool kind of benchmark for us to hit. You can also subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts and the audio variety. Uh, and so we're going to talk some TCU Pro Day right off the bat. Frogs getting a chance to impress today in front of GMs and head coaches. A lot of different Pro Days going on today, it sounds like. I know Oklahoma's holding theirs. Florida has theirs going down. Um, just a couple of news and notes before you know we we see the results that are going to come down later today Quentin Johnson apparently had dinner with the Giants last night uh, so that's exciting obviously Giants need a wide receiver they just re-signed Daniel Jones which is a Cowboys fan that makes me pretty happy um, they got Saquon Barkley under contract as well but Giants don't have a go-to number one wide out and really haven't had that guy since Odell Beckham left so Quentin would be a good addition there. Um, and he met with the Giants the day before Pro Day, which was yesterday. Um, I, I feel like with with Johnson, there's a lot of nitpicking going on with his game right now, and it's understandable. I think Q definitely has some things that he has to work on. The route running wasn't always super precise. Um, he was unavailable at times. Sometimes he wouldn't be as involved in a game as you would like him to be as you know a true alpha outside wide receiver, but – his ability to go up and make catches, uh, make plays, get down the field. And then I think, you know, one thing that really separated him, and they kind of got away from this as the year went on, and I and as I think about it more, I believe more than anything it was just as simple as um, that ankle injury really took a lot of his explosiveness out of him. But getting yards after the catch, I mean, you think about that Kansas game, how on that drive that they went 99 yards, started from their own one-yard line. So many of those were on curl route, stop routes against Oklahoma State. He did more of the same. Um, and I think teams sort of adjusted. But at his size and just the way he can move and uh, get down the field and get in space, and the the previous coaching staff forcing the X got there, they didn't really use him in that capacity as much. But I can still remember, uh, you know, his first touchdown ever, which was his first catch against Iowa State, he goes and gets the ball and takes it to his house and takes it to the house. Um, that game against Cal a few years ago at Amon G where he caught a little curl route and made a couple guys miss and, and took it to the end zone for a touchdown. Um, that's a special thing that he can do that not a lot of other players can. Not that he has like an amazing 40 time or just breakaway speed, but being able to use his body and use his agility and, and, uh, those long legs to get yards after the catch is something that uh, could be special at the next level. So the Giants, among many other teams, interested in Quentin Johnston. Um, and hopefully he can break out and have a big-time NFL career because not a great track record lately of TC wide receivers going to the NFL and making it happen, even though each case is, you know, its own individual thing. Um, another note that I saw, Kendra Miller, Ian Rappaport from the NFL Network had this. He said, Miller – is not working on a pro day today. He's still recovering from that MCL injury that he suffered in the win against Michigan. 
Um, but he says he's well ahead of schedule, and he had meetings yesterday with the Dolphins, Jaguars, Patriots, and then today with the Cardinals and the Texans. So Kendra Miller getting um, some attention from a lot of different teams. You know, the running back position in the NFL – Uh, is so interchangeable now. You don't have as many teams that are like, this is our bell cow. We're going to give them the rock 20, 25 times a game. People are really looking for value at that spot. I think Kendra Miller is a great value pick for somebody that you could find on day two or day three, and you're going to get a player who can make guys miss, who has a great center of gravity, um, you know, has enough speed to get it done, can break away at times. We saw that in the Texas game and in other points this season. He catch the ball at the backfield. Uh, you know, tough runner, the type of player that sets the tone when he runs the football. So um, I feel like Kendra is going to be a popular prospect. I think he's – it hurts him that he's not working out right now, but at the same time, <clears throat> you know, he still gets to meet with teams and showcase um, a lot of what got him to this point. So uh, I think Kendra could have a long NFL career ahead of him. Somebody asked me a, a few weeks ago when the combine was going on, I think it was Greg Thompson – he said, hey, Amari Mercado didn't work out the combine. Is he not going pro? Uh, well, not everybody gets an invite to the combine, so that's that's why Amari didn't go. Um, he is going pro, and hopefully he gets an opportunity. I think he could be like a, a unsigned free agent after the draft, undrafted free agent. Um, I think he's the type of player that could make a practice squad or f- make a roster somewhere. Um, he really improved during his time at TCU and – was a super reliable backup last season. I mean, they don't win that Michigan game without him, the way he ran the rock. But, um, yeah, he's I mean, he's going bro. He's making an effort like all these other guys are. Uh, just didn't get an invite to the combine. Only so many players get to go. D. Winters will be involved today. He hopes to show off his athleticism, that versatility that he did at the linebacker position. Max Duggan's going to throw. Um, so that's exciting. Get to see him throw on a big stage again. Uh, I think Max is going to be a good pro. I imagine he'll be a backup for the first couple of years of his career, barring some sort of injury. But, um, you know, I think he's, he's definitely someone that could take the clipboard and learn an offense and be reliable um, at the next level. And there's so much emphasis now on having a QB that has mobility and has the ability to run. It's not the taboo thing that it was even 10 or 15 years ago. Um, so Max and what he can do, I think especially if he can find himself a place where – they have a creative offensive coordinator who's willing to think outside the box a little bit, then there's a path for him to stay in the league for a while. So exciting time, a lot of good draft prospects. I didn't even mention all of them. I mean, Steve Avila um, is going to be one of their first picks too. He's you know, a great player there in the interior. Uh, big time day for TCU athletes and TCU football, the football program, the football team, as there's a lot of guys that are probably going to get drafted and signed and uh, have a chance to make an impact at the next level. When we come back, uh, speaking of going to the next level, Mike Miles is headed there. Uh, We'll discuss that next. Before we do that, though, I do want to talk about FanDuel. FanDuel is uh, the best betting partner around. They have a world-class app that's safe, secure, easy to use, all those things. And so you can download it today. You can get started. They also have a no-sweat-first-bet deal going on, where if you put as little as $5 down, you get up to $1,000. And bonus bets, all you have to go do is go to locked on, or excuse me, fanduel.com slash locked on. Again, that is fanduel.com slash locked on to take advantage of that no sweat first bet deal. Dip your toe in the water, figure it out. It's MLB opening day. Rangers take on the Phillies, Jacob DeGrom on the mound. 
Do you want to make some future bets? Do you want to make some bets about the games that are happening right now? NBA playoffs coming up. It all goes down on FanDuel. It's where the game starts. Official betting partner of the NBA and proud sponsor of the Locked On Network, FanDuel. So uh, we speculated about this yesterday. Myself and Alex Frank did on uh, the Wednesday episode of Locked On Horn Frogs. But if you didn't get to watch that, um, we basically said, hey, you know, when, when we were recording this, the press conference hadn't happened. But there was going to be a press conference with Jamie Dixon and Mike Miles. And uh, I, I was sort of assuming, which is always a dangerous thing to do, that it was Mike Miles announcing that he was headed to the NBA. But that proved out to be right. He is going to leave and turn pro. Um, he's not leaving the door open to coming back. He did that last season. This is Mike saying, I'm taking a step forward. Uh, I'm moving on. And so they gave him, you know, a moment to say goodbye. And Mike Miles is an incredible player. Uh Seems like an incredible person, really represented himself well at TCU, got TCU back on the map. I mean, he's a program changer. His freshman year wasn't the best season for the, the team as a whole, but he still put up big numbers. And then they reworked that roster to build it around him. He went and played with Team USA in the summer, came back and, and really seemed like a leader, seemed like he grew a lot from that experience. Um, they added guys like Emmanuel Miller, Chuck O'Bannon, uh, you know, the list goes on of, of players that they added, Jacoby Coles, Micah Peavy, to surround Mike with some talent. And they end up getting to the tournament a couple of years back to beat Seton Hall, made to the round of 32, took Arizona to the wire. This season had high expectations. You know, it was an up and down year, but they still did make it to the tournament. They won a game that beat Arizona State in a thriller and then uh, played Gonzaga competitively in that round two game. And so – Mike stayed home. He did what he was supposed to do, and he represented TCU super well. So excited to see, you know, what he can do in the NBA. He said at that presser he'll always be a horn frog. He said he'll miss the family aspect of being at TCU the most. And Jamie Dixon um, said he just thought it was the right time for Mike to turn pro. And I don't like to speculate or comment on these decisions too much because ultimately I think, like, these guys are making their choices. They have more information. They have the best information on what's next. If you're confused and you think, man, I don't see him on a lot of these mock drafts, like even in round two, his name's not popping up. Um, it seems like the main knock on Mike at, at you know the NBA level is just his size, that he's not big enough to play guard in the NBA because it's becoming increasingly you know, a, a position where guys are taller and taller and they prefer players that can see over the defense and can dice people up off the dribble and make passes and use their size in the post at times. And that's not who Mike is, but uh, he's not going to get taller (laughs) this next season. So I think from his perspective, it's just a simple gamble of, okay, I can't fix this aspect of it. Like there's things he could definitely improve on, but at the same time, he's sort of done everything he can at the college level short of, you know, getting to the final four or winning like a national player of the year, a big 12 player of the year award. He's, he's done so much. He's proven he can score. He's proven he can play. Um, I thought his defense got better as his career went on. Uh, he has a outstanding athleticism and man, when he, when he gets a rebound or we can just outlet pass and he gets going downhill, it's really tough to stop. And there's a physicality about the NBA game 
that you might have con- some concern about. I'm sure people also ask about his injury history because he did get banged up a lot, dealt with that wrist injury a few years back, really for the majority of the season after that Baylor game, which was uh, I think how they opened Big 12 play. And then um, this year, the knee injury against Mississippi State that sort of lingered and uh, he twisted it again against Arizona State and he was still able to stay in there and play. But um, has a smooth jump shot, you know, can can make plays in rhythm, can do it off the bounce, showed that he can do just about everything in the toughest basketball conference in America. Um, and so good luck to him. I mean, he he did it all and he proved that, you know, um, he can he can stay home and have a huge impact at a place like TCU, which was not a program that had a ton of history and success, even though it was kind of in an upward swing. Um, before he got there, and uh, yeah, we'll see what he does at the next level now. And for TCU, obviously, it's a huge, it's a huge loss, but it's not un- unexpected. I think everybody knew when he came back, it was a one-year thing, and um, they're going to have to hit the portal hard. And we'll see what Jamie Dixon and that coaching staff can come up with in the next few weeks and months. Uh, you know, Jameer Nelson Jr. is a name that I've heard as a potential. Uh, person that TCU could land, um, which is funny for me because Jimmy Delonte West at St. John's or uh, that was my, like, my favorite college backcourt of all time when I was a kid. But he's in um, and had a really good one. He averaged 20 points a game and four rebounds. And, you know, that's the type of lead guard that you're going to want along with some shooting and some big men. So a pretty lengthy list of guys for TCU to go get in the portal, but have to sure up some of those things um, before next season starts. But congratulations to Mike Miles, and thanks to him for, you know, all the great memories there at TCU, uh, winning a tournament game for the first time in forever. Did the same thing this year. First time they've won consecutive tournament games since 1952 and 1953. I could keep running down the list, but you get the picture. He's a special player and uh, excited for him moving forward. When we come back. We'll wrap things up. This is Locked On Horn Frogs. It's your team every day. All right, so we'll have on Friday we'll have some more coverage of TCU Pro Day. Also, TCU Baseball is going to take on Texas Tech. And then, uh, yeah, TCU Football will be back on the practice field on Saturday. So a lot going on right now. Um, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do, or wherever it is you get your podcast in its audio variety. We'll be back in tomorrow, and then we'll do it again next week as we come to the end of March. This is Locked On Horn Frogs. Again, TCU Texas Tech Baseball, they'll get their series started tomorrow at 630. We'll talk about that and more on Friday's show. It's your-